This is a CBC Radio 1 podcast. Welcome to Newfoundland and Labrador this week. I'm John Soper. The Auditor General released his annual assessment of provincial government spending this week. We'll hear about one chapter that's caught the imagination of critics. Paul Piggott reports from Labrador, where a respected Innu elder is trying to build opposition to any further hydro development on the Churchill River. Environmental assessment work is underway for two proposed hydro dams on the Churchill River in Labrador. Last year, the provincial government decided it would develop the Lower Churchill on its own. The environmental impact statement is the next regulatory hurdle for the mega project, and it has the attention of some people who oppose the dams, such as environmentalists, the Labrador Métis Nation, and a respected Innu elder. Paul Pickett reports. Elizabeth Panashaway's drinking water sloshing around in a beef bucket. After a lifetime spent in the bush, Panashaway doesn't drink tap water. It's from a stream near Sheshadit. Panashaway says clean water means a healthy environment and people. She's worried about more mercury in the Churchill River if new dams go ahead. Panashaway's paddled more than 200 kilometers of the river from Churchill Falls to Gull Island Rapids every summer for nine years. If the government is starting at a dam, everything they're going to be under the water, like a trees. And uh, there was long beach. It's very, very beautiful, that river. I'm worried about uh, what's going to happen, everything they're going to be under the water. A dam at Gull Island would flood 85 square kilometers of shoreline, creating a 200-kilometer reservoir along Panashaway's route. Further downstream, another dam at Muskrat Falls would flood 36 kilometers along the riverbanks. The flooded areas are home to animals Inu once depended on. The people was very happy. There was a hunting, put some traps, get the beaver, marten, mink, all kind of animals and fish. I don't think just me I'm very concerned. I think uh, all people very concerned what's going to happen. The donation represents Labrador Inu at the negotiating table with Newfoundland and Labrador Hydro. It's trying to hammer out a deal that would give the Innu the right to monitor the project. There would also be royalties, contracts, employment guarantees, and even partial ownership of the project. Panashaway says none of it is worth the damage to the river, and she says the Innu negotiators aren't listening to those speaking out. Not all people happy. I think uh, a few people, she's not happy what's going to happen to the river if the government makes another dam. And I was thinking, that's what we should do, get together, sit down together. Not Ashish people or Shehajit people, get sat down together, talk about what, what we're going to do. we got to do something. The president of the Inu Nation declined CBC's offer to do a recorded interview. Daniel Ashini says until there's an agreement with Hydro, there's nothing to talk about. When the deal is done, Ashini says the Inu public will get the details. And he says Inu voters will then decide the fate of the project in community plebiscites. But even if the Inu approve, there is still another Aboriginal group to satisfy. <laughs> Labrador Métis Nation President Chris Montague lays out a map of central Labrador. My father 
strap line is actually almost squarely on the Gull Island project. Uh, this is why this is so important to, to me. It's, it's a part of my heritage, part of my identity, part of our survival in Labrador. We cannot give up this river. Montague says Métis used the river for more than 200 years. They've got a claim to land around the Churchill. The federal government hasn't accepted that claim, but it hasn't rejected it either. Last summer, a Supreme Court judge ordered the province to consult the Métis about a bridge being built across the Churchill River. The case is under appeal, but Montague says the same principles apply to the lower Churchill. If they don't get a fair share of the benefits, Montague says Métis will challenge the project in court. If no formal agreement is made with us, if we are not looked at as an Aboriginal group, then we'll do whatever is in our power to stop this development. Eldred Davis steps up onto the north bank of the Churchill River. In midwinter, the river is frozen and silent. Like a lot of people in Labrador, Davis still uses the land. That's why he's against any more changes to the river. To allow this kind of thing to happen is, is not just affecting the present, but all future generations of the peoples of Labrador will have tremendous loss. That You'll never have a chance to appreciate what this river is and what it has been just by it's a tremendous loss. And, and for short-term jobs, it's just not worth it. Davis is a volunteer with Grand River Keeper, an environmental group that's connected to other groups fighting against large-scale dam projects all over the world. Roberta Benefil is keeper of the Churchill. Her group wants to convince enough people that the environmental cost of more hydro dams outweighs the local benefits. Benefil says the group is preparing to make that case in public hearings. I guarantee you we're up to the challenge. We've got environmental groups from here right to California who are on side with us. We've got economists working to uh, help us out with the economics of it. We've got scientists, we've got botanists. I mean, people are just coming in now. Grand River Keeper has even reached out to local students. Grade 12 student David Gowdy opens up a locker at Mealy Mountain Collegiate. He's not fishing for books. It's a petition calling on the province to fund participants like Grand River Keeper. Gowdy's got signatures from more than 100 students. I don't want to convince them that it's a bad idea. I want to provide them with as much information as possible so that they can make their own decision on whether it's good or bad. Hydro expects to employ more than 2,000 workers on the nine-year construction project. It's still not clear how many jobs will be left after that boom. Those kind of figures will be in the environmental impact statement expected later this year. Back in her kitchen, Panashaway says people expecting money and jobs from the project should be wary. Well, my son, he wants a job, he wants to work. My daughter wants to work. Same thing, boys, his baby before he start. The people said, oh, they're going to have a big job. They're going to have a big money, my daughter. And it's nothing, nothing anymore. Not too many you know, people work there anymore. Now she said to people, oh, I want a job. I'm not going to go by Bay anymore. I'm going to go to Churchill. Just Churchill It's the kind of rhetoric that's just warming up. The Lower Churchill Environmental Assessment could go to public hearings before the end of 2007. In Cheshajit, I'm Paul Piggott. Ed Martin is President and Chief Executive Officer of Newfoundland and Labrador Hydro. Cindy Wall of Labrador Morning spoke with him about some of the Aboriginal and environmental concerns. In the case of the Innu, uh, they have a recognized land claim that's currently being negotiated uh, with the federal and provincial governments. So 
from that perspective, uh, Newfoundland and Labrador Hydro um, knows that there's going to have to be an impact benefit statement, uh, you know, negotiated with the ANU, and we're working diligently towards that. Mm -hmm. With respect to the Labrador Métis Nation, um, as with any other stakeholder, we're extremely interested in their input. We want to help them understand the project. But with respect to an IVA, it's more of a legal question uh, from a provincial or federal perspective as to their land claim status. Newfoundland and Labrador Hydro would not get into that ourselves. Okay, but they're threatening court action if they don't get uh, some kind of deal here. So do you think, though, is that enough of a, a threat for Hydro to try to make some moves to, to mitigate this? I think, as I, as I indicated, we, we can only go by, by, by what's laid before us, uh, you know, legally. And the the Inu have a recognized land claim, and we're obviously heavily involved in an IBA negotiation with them. With respect to the Labrador Métis Nation, um, with respect to any land claim status they have, they have to deal with the federal and provincial governments with respect to that. Mm -hmm. But I think the key point here, as I said, is that we, are, we have an, uh, an environmental process that we're going through that's going to give everybody ample opportunity and we're going to welcome that opportunity to have consultation and we're in the process of getting that process kicked off. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you're going to hear from a lot of people some very strong environmental voices here. Uh, people who, who are going to tell you that this development is going to change this river and this land forever and there are many people who, who don't want to see any development at all. So how would you respond to that? Well, I think that's the, the, the environmental process is there for that. I mean, there's going to be some changes, that uh, environmental changes that will occur uh, with respect to a development such as this. Uh, that's part of uh, the extensive field program we've done over the, over the last summer and, and in previous years in terms of determining what kind of changes will, will occur. But the purpose of the environmental uh, impact process is to lay those out clearly so everyone knows exactly what implications are there from an environmental perspective and also weigh that off against the potential overall um, other benefits that come to uh, Labrador and, and the province with respect to a development like this. What Just through that process of openness and sharing all that data over the next uh, period of the environmental impact uh, study period, uh, we're going, to, uh, we're going to, to determine that and the federal and provincial environmental uh, departments and processes will come to a conclusion and offer uh, a way forward after we've gone through that. Ed Martin is president and chief executive officer of Newfoundland and Labrador Hydro. He was speaking with Labrador Morning host Cindy Wall. That's it for this week's podcast. You can get in touch with us at cbc.ca by clicking Contact Us. Throughout the week, you can keep up with stories from around Newfoundland and Labrador at cbc.ca slash nl. I'm John Sofer in St. John's. Thanks for listening.